powered by Transistor FM. Welcome to friends, foes, and neither. Do not adjust your podcatcher settings, because what you're about to hear is real. It's the Derek Duvall Show! Prepare yourself for pop culture, commentary, and interviews featuring no drama and no controversy, guaranteed. And now, coming to you live to tape from the Derek Duvall Productions Bunker, it's Derek Duvall! Hello there, Duvall Nation. Hi, hey, hello there. Hi, hey, hey, everyone. Derek Duvall here saying welcome to the show, or as they say in Peru, where we are now officially broadcasting to, Benvonival Show. Yes, this is the Derek Duvall Show, and I am so happy to hear that so many of you are now hitting that subscribe button. Like I say, I try not to pay attention to analytics and listen counts, but when I do, it warms my heart and makes all of the work we do here in the studio oh so worth it. I want to throw a massive shout out right off the bat to our lovely guest from episode 37, Miss Alice Amter. Her episode has been one of the best received, and I have been enjoying all of your tweets and Instagram messages about that show. And yes, I read every single one. Things are going smoothly with the new setup. Lots of positive things happening here, folks. We are able to get through edits faster than ever on a reliable computer. I cannot begin to tell you how difficult prior episodes were to edit, put together on a computer that was basically being held together with the power of positive thoughts and double-sided stick tape. You are going to be seeing some great things coming out in the coming weeks. So that brings us to episode 38. We have on the show a lovely and talented singer, Miss Michelle Fabre. She will be on the show to discuss her blossoming career, her music, and we will hear one of her new hits. She's an absolute delight, and we are very lucky to have her here with us. So let's go ahead and welcome her to the show. Duval Nation, rise to your feet and welcome direct from the Big Apple, New York, singer and songwriter Michelle Fabre. Michelle, good afternoon. Welcome to the show. How's your day going? My day is going great. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. I like to start my questions with the same one, and that is, how hard has it been for you to navigate this COVID-19 world we're living in? It's been pretty difficult, especially at first, but I've been fortunate enough to have a studio, um, a home studio with my dad. So we've been really grinding and working on the album that I'm going to be coming out with soon. So it's definitely um, enabled me to really work hard and focus on music and write some new songs. So it's been good in that aspect. But I know it's been a very difficult time for everyone. And I think music really unifies everyone. And I hope that my music can do that for a lot of people as well. Yeah, I do believe that the two universal languages is mathematics and song. I truly believe that. <laughs> yes. With everything I believe in my whole, my soul, I believe that. So let's start at the beginning. Um, where did you grow up? I grew up in Long Island, New York. And um, I grew up in a very musical household. My dad is a music producer and an audio engineer. So he basically does commercials and jingles. And this past year, he's been really working on my album and producing me. So I've been pretty much singing my entire life. I was four years old when I did my first Eskimo pie commercial. Mm -hmm. 
So that was pretty cool. But he never enforced it on me or, you know, was like a stage dad. He knows how difficult that the music industry is. So it was always something that he gave me opportunities to do, but he never um, pushed it on me. It was always me that had a passion for singing and performing as well. You, you mentioned, obviously, your, your early age with commercials. Do you ever go back and listen to them? And if so, what do you feel if you hear them? <laughs> yes, I do, actually. Um, it's just so funny to see how much that my voice has evolved. I've done a few things which were like um, a toucan voice mm-hmm. when I was younger for um, the Long Island Aquarium. And um, it's just so interesting to see how much my voice has really evolved. I used to be a little bit hoarse when I was a kid. So <laughs> it's just funny to see all the projects that I've done over the years. So what age did you decide you just, this is what you want to do? Full-time musician. What time, what age did I have in that? 22. Hmm. 22 was the year that I decided. Um, I was in a three-year relationship actually living with someone. And um, towards the end, like the last year, it was um, pretty toxic. And I feel like I had invested so much into this person and music getting back into it really enabled me to focus on myself and give me like more of a purpose. And um, I decided that I want to work on an album and work on my own songs that I even had like over the years, just writing definitely gave me a purpose and and new opportunities. Hmm. I did some digging and your bio lists that you enjoy martial arts. Uh, What about it? Do you really enjoy? I love, hmm, that's a good question. (laughs) I've been doing martial arts since I was six years old. It's not, I feel like a lot of people always just assume it's about like fighting and, um, and, you know, just like aggressiveness sometimes, but it's really not. It's really about balancing your energy and actually balancing like that anger too that you have built up and um, using it for a greater good, whether it's working with people, um, like sparring and just helping your teammates out as well. And it teaches you self-discipline and, um, just leadership as well. No, it's a lot of fun. I got up to my brown belt when um, I think that was when like I was going into eighth grade. I got up to my brown belt and I kind of took some time off from it. And um, I wanted to go to I wanted to go back to it a little bit recently. So I may do that. <laughs> so let's talk about your your, your music, um, musical idols. Who are your inspirations? So I'm very diversified. I have a very diversified taste. I would like to consider myself an eclectic artist. So my tastes kind of range from Santana, Amy Winehouse, Bruno Mars, Dua Lipa, um, Janis Joplin, Ray Charles. I mean, I'm all over the place, really. Um, But I think that that's a good thing because it shows throughout my music as well. And I think I have very good crossover potential for that reason you know i'm not just straight pop it's very like commercial pop but with a crossover of rock um r&b some country let's talk about your new single laugh 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 what inspired you to create it so what had inspired me was mainly getting the title in my head i just kind of thought about the title you can for me at least i think that this is like also a good tip for anyone who's a singer songwriter you can get titles and kind of ideas from like everyday life things, like everyday life situations and occurrences. Um, so I had gotten the title, Laugh, 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 kind of in my head. I'm not sure like how, I think it just kind of came about just being in like some difficult times and, and people always telling me to kind of like laugh at it, you know, 
instead of just mulling over things, just laugh at it, you know, laugh and learn from your mistakes. So that's where the title had uh, come from. And I have two other co-writers as well that uh, helped write the song. And the concept is like about two people who, you know, start to go on a date and plan that out. And then they kind of end up at different places. So they both think that they've been stood up. And, you know, my friend is telling me, just laugh it off. You know, don't worry about it. Okay, we're going to go ahead and listen to the newest single now. That song is Laugh, Laugh, Laugh by Michelle Fabre. I couldn't wait to see you last night. I wanted everything to be just right. And you know, you know just how I feel. Now that it's out in the world, when you hear that single mm-hmm. now, what emotions does it elicit? I think emotions that it kind of brings to me is like this happy, like upbeat vibe. But there's also something kind of deep about it, too. It's a storyline, obviously. And um, I think anyone who listens to it, you have to kind of absorb the lyric a bit. You know, it's not just straight at you. Like there's some depth to it. And I think it's very applicable to life because you know, everyone ha- is down sometimes and everyone mulls over, you know, certain situations in their life. 
And I think that everyone just has to kind of like laugh sometimes at things. I think laughing is so important, especially with everything going on today. You definitely have to laugh a bit. And this past year has been so hectic that I think we just need to like take some time to laugh at like ourselves a little bit and, you know, certain things that kind of bother us instead of letting it get to us. So I think that that's important. (laughs) <laughs> I've, I've listened to it uh, uh, once or twice now, and I have to admit, uh, first time I heard it, I was like, maybe. And then the second time I heard it, was like, yeah, it's definitely got a very ABBA feel to it. Uh, that's that's kind of, that's the kind of thing I just keeps bouncing off my head. I'm like, it sounds it sounds really like a lot of like ABBA would do. That's interesting. <laughs> that's really interesting that you said that. I definitely agree, though. I definitely agree. Like like I said, I get my inspirations kind of from all over, and I think. I do have like a little bit of like a retro style too, because I love, you know, old music. So that definitely plays a part in my music. What has the feedback been like <laughs> on that single? The feedback has actually been really great. Um, I think a lot of people really like it so far. I mean, I've been played on several different radio stations and I'm also getting on different playlists on Spotify. So that's great to hear. A lot of people really love the upbeat summer vibe. I think it, really worked well that it came out during that time that it did because, you know, it's summer. And I feel like that's where the song fits in. It's a happy summer upbeat song. And I think that that's what also the music video exemplifies that vibe that I was trying to go for. Let's talk about your album. You mentioned earlier, your father's producing it. It's called Find Your Fire, if I'm correct, right? Yes, it is. Tell tell us about that. (laughs) Let's, let's, Let's get really into it. I mean, where does it start? Sure. Uh, what kind of journeys to take you on? And, and what are your favorite songs off of it? So Find Your Fire is also based on my song that I actually have out. It was, I think, the second song that I had released actually called Find Your Fire, which I feel like sums up the entirety of the album. The album is really about kind of finding your passion or whatever it is that really drives you and makes you also feel good you know, about yourself. And I feel like it's also not letting certain things Um, or situations even get in your way of that. I feel like um, for me, especially, like I said, the past few years have been kind of harder. And, you know, I let a lot of situations and people kind of get in my way. And because of that, I was really able to dig down and like, kind of take out those emotions and put it into lyrics in my music. And I feel like that's also been another thing I love to help people and um, I'm into psychology, so I feel like I love to, I would really like want to help people through my music. That's my biggest goal is to really help people to feel good and find something in them that, you know, ignites like that fire <laughs> in my lyrics as well. So my favorite song off the album so far has been Talk To Me. That's one of my songs. Maybe you could check it out afterwards. Um I also like I'm Coming Out. That was my first single that I ever released. And I think Laugh, Laugh, Laugh has been another one that I really love. But I'm also working on some new ones that are going to be on the album called You Stole My Makeup. How many songs are you planning on putting on the album, just out of curiosity? Most likely 14. 14. It's my lucky number. So. <laughs> ah, yeah. nice. From what I've also read, you are a keen videographer. Am I correct? Yes, I am. You, you've created two of your music videos, and I want to know was how has that process been like? You you're self-taught, I believe, and uh, yeah, you know what kind of ideas do you get to say, hey, you know what, this would be a great idea for a video. 
so basically I started making YouTube videos at about 13 years old. I am self-taught and um, I basically started with music videos and just like RC videos. So for me, the process is very like interesting because I'm very critical of it in a way. I'm very critical of my own music videos and just kind of how it goes, but I'm also very keen on like keeping it going and kind of like making a lot of quick cuts because that's definitely something that's in, in today's uh, music videos. So I'm also very critical of my look. So I'm always <laughs> overanalyzing like how I look in each part of it, but you know, that's, that's how every artist I feel like is everyone is very critical of themselves. So I um, put some out that I, I told everybody you were coming on the show and I asked some fans to send in some questions and I picked two and these, okay. I hope you, I hope you go with me on this. First question is, what is your favorite music video of all time? Hmm, that's a good one. Okay. For right, hmm. So recently, I would say, I've kind of loved, like, Dua Lipa's latest al album, mm -hmm. Future Nostalgia. And um, I would have to say the levitating uh, music video has been pretty much, like, amazing. I love the choreography. I just love, like, the elevator scenes. I, I love the outfits. So everything within that is really just such a nice, like, vibe. Mm -hmm. And um, just love the whole music video. I can, like, watch it <laughs> numerous mm -hmm. times. You could definitely tell the age gap between you and me. I remember when I was young, I mean, we got to remember this. I was born in the, the early 80s. And I remember okay. when um, Thriller came out. And my favorite video of all time is Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer. I don't oh, my you, goodness. Yeah. Have you seen that one? <laughs> I don't think so, to be uh, honest. Yeah. No. Definitely look it up. It's, no. It was, it was okay. just phenomenal <laughs> first time. Groundbreaking. Absolutely phenomenal video. But yeah hearing what you're saying and then me going back to what what i remember Matt, <laughs> music videos have come a long way so the second question and like i said this one too i had a good i got a little tickle out of it when it was written it goes like this <laughs> you are stranded on a desert island and you can only bring one album with you to play for the rest <laughs> of your life what album is it oh my gosh i mean that's so hard i don't think i i don't even know that's definitely a hard one <laughs> hmm maybe Dua Lipa's Future Nostalgia only because I feel like it's been very danceable. Mm -hmm. um, it's so hard because like I said, I, I have such a diversified taste in music and I feel like there's like for today's generation specifically too, I feel like she's definitely been one of the biggest pop stars and with her latest album also coming out, I believe during the pandemic, it's kind of made everyone like very, uh, it's made everyone feel like very danceable and just like, you know, get up and dance type of vibe. So I feel like now that also clubs and bars are opening up, her songs are like being played to the max. And it's nice that people are finally able to go out and, you know, have a good time. So I would say hers. <laughs> I'm a fan of her, but I'm also a fan of like, you know, Michael Jackson as well. And like I said before, Ray Charles, mm -hmm. Santana, um, <laughs> The Temptations. So <laughs> I've seen a good portion of the people you've, you've just mentioned. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. So exactly. I, you mentioned yeah. clubs and bars. I got to ask, are you a karaoke singer? No, <laughs> not no? really to be honest. No, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> no, I, I more or less kind of enjoy, like I do enjoy definitely performing um, at bars. Like we've been getting a lot of gigs performing at bars and, and everything, but I'm not really one who's a, a big karaoke singer. <laughs> <laughs> well, that leads me right into my next question. So with the <laughs> pandemic starting to get more under control and concerts are starting to be announced, um, are there any interests in you touring? 
Yes, actually, that's something that I would, uh, we were thinking about specifically my dad and I were talking about potentially opening up for a big name deck and um, hopefully, you know, tagging on to tagging on to someone's, you know, tour as well would be pretty incredible to do that. So, I mean, I would also love to tour myself, you know, and also just perform in different um, states as well. Mm-hmm. And kind of, you know, just because I've, I mean, I am, I'm a New Yorker. I haven't really gotten too much time to travel too much, to be quite honest. And it's kind of sad in one way. I really would love to travel more and perform, you know, across, I mean, hopefully across the world eventually. That would be pretty incredible. So yeah. (laughs) Very, very important to have goals. All right. So that brings me to my next question. Do you have any future plans? And is there more albums in the work? Are there more songs? There's more songs. The newest one that I ha- that we're working on right now is called You Stole My Makeup, and that's going to be on the album Find Your Fire, which will hopefully be out soon. We have a lot of um, the songs pretty complete, but there's always some new ones I'm you know coming up with. <laughs> um, but the new song that I'm working on is called You Stole My Makeup, and it's funny because it kind of came about during like a situation where I had a few friends over. And I'll say this one particular, like, untrustworthy person kind of had left and everything. And I couldn't find this new makeup that I had bought, (laughs) this new eyeshadow. I kind of thought that it was her. So I still haven't found it to this day. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, that's a good title. You stole my makeup. So it came about like that. And it's a pretty upbeat dance song. It's a little bit different than Last Last Lab. It's a little bit more danceable. So that has to be one of the most original uh, inspirations for a song I may have ever heard. That's 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 great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's true. Any uh, song titles or ideas that of like you know just situations and like. <laughs> That's awesome. It's funny. You hear these stories, you know, like, you know, certain songs and how they're written and so forth. And um, I remember I was I was just actually remember not, I just had a gentleman on. He was in the he he had something to do with the production of Hamilton. Yeah, I've, wow. I've, I've only just seen it recently in the last, oh, God, less than a year. And I was mm-hmm. reading about the there's one scene where the um, the king is singing and his song mm-hmm. called You'll Be Back. And the how he got the title for that song is hilarious. And I was like, I. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall for that conversation. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, it's it's true. It's crazy how you know the the craziest ideas can come about, and then like you know, it's like almost like an instant success. Mm -hmm. They're just so like naturally kind of thought of too, and it just happens so naturally that it's almost like meant to be. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, can you tell my listeners how best to find you online? Sure, I'm I'm on um, all the platforms, all the streaming platforms, but I'm also on. Facebook under Michelle Fabre, Twitter, Michelle A. Fabre, Instagram, Michelle underscore Fabre. And um, I'm also on TikTok, Michelle underscore Fabre. And like I said, I'm on all the streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, every any other one that you could think of. <laughs> um, and I also have a website, michellefabre.com. So yeah, you could find me on all those sites. <laughs> okay. I end my shows with the absolute favorite question of mine, and that is, if the entire population of this planet was listening to this broadcast, what would be the one thing you would like to say to the entire people of Earth? I would have to say, take the time to really focus on your health. 
your mental and physical health are so essential. Um, just even like during everything that we've been going through, but just in general, like just take the time to really do something that just prioritizes your health. I know everyone is very overworked and everything. And, you know, sometimes you just get so uh, sidetracked with, you know, everything going on in life, but just take the time to do anything that just benefits your health, mental and physical health, you know, take a walk. <laughs> For me, that's something that I like to do, take a walk. And, you know, just, I try to work out too, that makes me feel good. Anything that just makes you feel good and benefits your health is so important, especially in this day and age. So. <laughs> All right. Michelle, <laughs> thanks for taking the time to come on the show. This has been an absolute blast for me. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on the show. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. I want to wish you um, all the best success for your future. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. And just like that, Duval Nation, we come to the end of another fantastic episode of The Derek Duval Show. I want to thank Michelle for coming on the show and taking the time to detain us and make us more aware of her amazing career. She definitely has a big future ahead of her. We are powering through, and we have an amazing episode coming up next. I absolutely cannot wait for you to hear it. It's a big surprise and a definite first for this show. Needless to say, it's awesome. I cannot wait. Before we close the show, we finally decided to bite the bullet and get a page on Facebook. I know Facebook is going the way of the dodo bird, meta, meta, blah, 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 whatever. But it's a tool to reach more folks and tell them about the show that... So we have to utilize that. So go ahead and find us at facebook.com slash Derek Duvall Show. Please like and share with your family and friends. Who knows? You know, they may be like, hey, you know that show, Derek Duvall Show? Yeah, that's pretty cool. You're pretty cool, but you listen to it. See? You get a compliment right out of the bat. Duvall Nation, if you had half an idea of the level of guests we are getting right now, it would blow your mind. We are attracting some incredible people, and I cannot wait to tell you more about it. On that note, on behalf of the entire team here at the Derek Duvall Show, I say be safe. Be well and get that vaccine. Let's just take better care of ourselves and look out for our fellow man. Nosta, God bless, and see you incredibly soon, planet Earth. This has been a recording of The Derek Duval Show, and we thank you for listening. Please go to our website, DerekDuvalShow.com, for the latest news on downloads and to explore past episodes. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at... Derek Duval Show.